Welcome to MLT Leadership Podcast, the real on real estate on the legendary WFO Power Podcast with your host, Melvin L. Taylor Jr., the founder of MLT Leadership Inc. Melvin is a professional realtor, educator, and leader in the real estate industry, committed to building strong communities by helping to make the dream of home ownership a reality for people. Melvin's goal is to provide valuable information on a variety of real estate topics. This will help strengthen the urban community and the economic development processes in the city of Buffalo. With over 20 years of experience in training and equipping leaders and realtors, MLT Leadership provides services and knowledge that include home buyer workshops, real estate education classes, new agent training, and leadership seminars. Melvin encourages the development of new businesses and property owners in the community of urban Buffalo. So catch a bit of this real estate knowledge every Wednesday at 2.30 on the Real on Real Estate podcast. You can follow our podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Look for WFO Power Podcast and scroll through the lineup to find us. You can also visit our website at mltleadership.com. Now, let's join MLT Leadership, the real on real estate with Melvin Taylor. Good afternoon and welcome to the MLT Leadership Podcast, The Real on Real Estate. I am Melvin Taylor, your host, and I am also the founder of MLT Leadership. The topic of our discussion for today is selecting a real estate agent. The objective of today's topic is to provide information that will help you to understand how to choose a realtor and the value of choosing a realtor that will represent you as an agent for the buyer. With this understanding that buying a home is a complex process involving a major financial commitment. And for most people, it is the largest single purchase they will make in their lifetime. So with so much at stake when it comes to that financial commitment, you want to make sure that you have a trusted guide, someone who can help you make good decisions and minimize risk. And as an experienced real estate agent, I know getting the process right is critical and that there is more to just putting together a transaction. As a buyer's representative, I find success in matching my services to the buyer's motivations, concerns, and needs. Knowing how to best serve buyers is also knowing what buyers want from the realtor. The services I found that buyers uh, feel they benefit most from when they actually choose a realtor, it includes understanding, realtors understanding the process, realtors being able to help them to evaluate homes, and to negotiate better prices and better terms. National statistics show that 52% of buyers want a real estate agent to help them find the right home at the right price. Watch this here. Not just any home and not just any price. In addition to providing great services, you also want to work with someone you can trust. So you may be saying, well, how do I go about finding a realtor that I can trust or one that I can work with who's knowledgeable in the market? Well, it shouldn't be too surprising that most home buyers find their agents through word of mouth. Relationships really, really matter, you know, but most folks find their agents through word of mouth from people the agent already had worked with in the past. Again, statistics show that 41% of home buyers found their agent through a friend, neighbor, or relative. 
Others have their agents, find their agents online. Some of them look on websites. You know, they search the uh, real estate companies. You know, but however you find your agent, just make sure in selecting an agent, they are skilled and ready to work for you. Right? That's the key word, that they work for you. Even though you may not pay them up front, they still work for you. I recommend that you that you have that, that you find an agent who will represent you and, and, and in this representation you may want to consider as I as I as I probably mentioned and if I did mention it I will say it right now you would rather you would like to consider interviewing the agent by asking them questions because if you met me I'm going to ask you questions so basically my questioning is a mini interview to find out what I need to know so that I can best serve you and it should be vice versa with you. You want to interview the realtor to find out, you know, is this a perfect fit for me? And so I'm going to give you just a few questions that you can ask an agent that you would come across, or one that you would find, or one that is recommended to you or referred to you, however you go about receiving them. And, and these are some of the questions you may want to ask them. Here's the question number one. Do you live in an area or in the area that I'm looking or in the city that I'm looking at? And are you familiar with the area or the city? Are you familiar with the housing trends? In other words, the school taxes, you know, the uh, city tax or town taxes. Are you familiar with the shopping center that's in the area? Or can you give me some crime stats or, or, or the transportation, you know, uh, routes or whatever it is I need to know if that's what you need. Trans whatever it is that you need to know about the community, ask the agent about these things. Ask the agent number two, do they work full time? With, and this is important now because you want somebody who, whose heart is in what they do. Now, I understand that there are a lot of realtors that work part time, but I don't want part time help, help when I'm making a financial commitment of the size that I may be making. And anything uh, more than a dollar, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but any, you know, I'm telling the truth. Anything that's more than a dollar is a financial commitment to me. And I don't want to just have anybody work with me. So I, I personally would prefer to, to work with a full time agent, you know, and I like to know how many closings have this agent had in the past year. That's important because that tells me that if he has closings, that he's been able to service people and he's helping people he's, and, and he loves what he does, right? Experience is significant. I want to ask him about his real estate experience. What does he know about the market? I mean, is the market changing? Is this a buyer's market, a seller's market? Is it a competitive market? You know, how do I present an offer? Tell me something, you know, about your experience. I mean, what about your education? Um, do you, do, have you uh, taken additional training outside of the recommended uh, continuing education courses? You know, and, and the reason why I ask that is because I know I spend a lot of time, you know, taking courses outside of what's required for me uh, to take uh, just to maintain my license. I have designation as an uh, ABR. Uh, which is through the National Associations of Realtors. in uh, at ABR stands for uh, Accredited Buyer's Representative. That means that I sold, I closed a lot of, of um, I had a lot of closings, uh, and I represented a lot of buyers. Now, in most cases, you have to represent at least five buyers, you know, in a period of two years in order to receive that designation. But I've represented hundreds and hundreds of buyers. Uh, and, and, and hundreds of them in a year, right? And I've closed close to hundreds of them in a year. So 
I definitely am a buyer's agent. Like I said, 98% of my, my um, career has been working with buyers only. I've, I probably had three listings out of my entire career. So you might can say 99%. So experience matters, and, and not only that, I also have another designation, and these designations are, are initials, but I'll tell you what those initials are. One of them are PSA, which means Pricing Strategist Advisor. So when you ask me, listen, can you give me some advice on the market or, 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 or tell me, um, you know, how much, you know, houses are going for in a certain area, I should be able to do in a, a comparable market analysis, you know, and to effectively present to you, you know, um, the um, the average and the median prices for home, homes that have sold in the area of your desire within the last 30 to 90 days, right? And, you know, so I become, to me, uh, according to my um, experience and, and background and my desire to continue my education, uh, in real estate, I did this so that I can best service you and I want to service you as a professional and as an expert. And so these things are critical. And those are just two things amongst many other designations that I have. And so you want to ask your realtor these questions about his experience, right? And do they have an understanding about the market and the mortgage process? Not every real estate realtor understands the mortgage process. The understanding the mortgage process is just as equal as understanding the real estate market because I want to know everything I need to know. I want to understand the appraisal process. I want to understand how the inspection process go because I want to be able to I, I want to be able to inform you with the, all of the knowledge and experience that I may have pertaining to the real estate market. And I use me as an example because I'm the one that's talking on this podcast. But I am also saying because selecting a realtor is your choice. And I'm not saying this so that you can select me, but I'm saying this so that you can make the right decision on what whoever you select to be your realtor. You want to ask them your questions, even if it's your cousin or your uncle. Ask them questions about, you know, their experience, you know. Another question you want to ask them, you know, the realtors, if, if they charge any fees or require a deposit for their services. Most realtors will wait to get paid when the transaction is completed. But then there are some that may require a deposit. You want to know these things up front so you're not caught off guard, you know. But again, most of us, we wait until the end. I provide services up front. It don't cost you anything. You know, I am paid, you know, from the proceeds of the seller when we close. And that's how I get my commission. And I get my commission based off of uh, uh, the percentages that the listing agent uh, provides in the MLS, which means the multiple listing services for an agent to get. Right. So here's another question you want to ask the agent is, you know, is if the agent is representing you as a buyer's agent uh, or as a seller's agent or as a co-agent, you know, and you, and the reason why you want to do this, you want to make sure that there are no conflict of interests with him and his other clients, whether it's the seller or other vendors. So these are questions that you want to interview your agent with because representation is a plus and a must. You should all, you should, and, and so you should always, once you decide what agent you want to go with or if that is the agent you want to go with, the next thing that you would have is a signed document called the agency disclosure. You would always want to have that when working with the realtor. And what an agency disclosure is, it sets the, the, the terms, or let me say, it sets out their duties and responsibilities to you, right? 
the things that they will provide for you, the things that they won't. Now, I know with some disclosures, the New York State disclosure is a two-page one, and it's very, very brief, but on both sides, it explains the terms of a realtor, that they, you know, how they should represent you, and they need to read those things to you and explain them to you as well. And so I recommend that you ask them about that agency disclosure. And, and, I, and, and it is vitally important that you sign that and that you make a choice to work with one realtor. I've come across people who want to work with multiple real estate agents, but working with multiple real estate agents can pose a problem at some times, especially when it's time for one of those realtors to, to close on the deal and be paid. Right. And, and then it can become a conflict of interest is because you you work with one agent on a couple of showings and you work with another agent on a couple of showings. And now you decided a house with another agent on a couple of showings and you sign documents for all of them. Now you're doing yourself in that person a disservice. So I recommend that you do not do that. I recommend that you work with one realtor and that your loyalty is to that realtor just as you expect that realtor's loyalty to be towards you. And that way you eliminate all conflict that could arise from, you know, misunderstanding or misrepresentation. Make sense? All right. So the other thing is that when it comes to showings, you don't want the realtor to make you feel pressured that you have to buy at this time, you know. Some realtors have a term in their mind that I just want to show you, you know, five houses, you know, at the most ten houses, you know, and you, you need to make a decision out of one or the other or else they move on to the next client. Yes, I understand that there's a lot of buyers out there and they're looking, but if I truly, truly, truly am in this business to help buyers to purchase a home, then I don't want you to feel pressure because no one can make a, 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 a positive decision by being pressured or being under stress. And so I would encourage you to take your time and look at as many houses as you need to. You know, the, 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 the minimum amount of houses that your realtor should show you should be at least 10 suitable properties. You know, that would be available in your desired market uh, based on your affordability, you know, and they should be houses that you're able to view on the multiple listing services through pictures. And, if, and I would also advise that if you saw a house that you like from a, a listing that a realtor shows you, that you would ride by that property and look at it and then let that realtor know, hey, listen, I want to see this house. This, this looks like it's something I, that I'm interested in. And then if it's not, then do the same thing. That way you don't waste your time, you don't waste his time on looking at something that you're not interested in. Because pictures can be deceiving. But the main thing is I don't want you to feel pressured into making a decision based on the amount of houses that a realtor shows you. If that realtor is, a, is, is an exclusive agent for the buyer, then that realtor is willing to show you houses until you purchase a house and he's able to give you the advice that you need to have so that you both can minimize time wasting time by just going over uh you know things again you know it's like consultation again so let's say we seen 10 houses and so maybe out of the 10 there may have been one and a half one uh, two that you liked and and we need to make a decision because you know we have offers due at a certain time and and so you know I would you know pick the house that's best for me but then I would keep looking as I make this offer you know and once I find a house that I actually like then there you go make the deal right but don't feel pressured if you don't see a house you like don't don't make an offer don't waste time
Don't waste time, right? All right, your realtor should understand, you know, if the property requires repairs or not. I know I, I go on every home inspection that my clients have, and the reason why I go is because I use everything in real estate as a learning, and even though I've been doing this for 19 years, I still go on home inspections, and every time I go, I learn something different, or something new, right? And every time I learn something new, that's another, you know, uh, um, stripe on my belt that says, you know what, I can, I can provide, I can share this information with the next buyer that's coming along, you know? So it just makes me sharper. And so because of that, I'm able not only to just show you houses, but to educate you on how to look at a house, you know, how to inspect the house to the best that we can with the natural eye, even though we will hire an inspector at the time that the, the offer is accepted. But in the meantime, while I'm looking, I want to make sure that I can minimize my risk. And I want to try to identify repairs if necessary and repairs that may be required. And so... Uh, and if there are some houses that have, you know, that need repairs, which most houses that have been built, they're going to need some repairs, then your agent should be able to negotiate with the seller's agent to see if they would either complete those repairs prior to closing, or we can maybe renegotiate the price, or maybe I can find another way to include them into my mortgage and have them taken care of after I close, right? But your agent can help you to identify those things and also can probably help you to identify contractors if needed to do those repairs if you don't know that, right? So that's important when it comes to, you know, identifying a realtor. Also, you can, another way of identifying or, or interviewing your realtor or making sure you have a sound trusted realtor is you can always uh, contact the border realtors. It's actually the local real estate agent in the Buffalo area is called uh, Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors. We as realtors, we call it BNAR. Um, and you can ask them for, you know, references, you know, uh, in regards to um, if there's been any uh, complaints made or suspensions of their license, you know, that will tell you about the character of the agent. And if there's none, then you can, you know, rest assured that you have a pretty good agent that you can trust and that you can work with. And you'll never know how much you trust them until you start working with them, but you have enough information that will be able to help you in your journey of finding that home. The most important thing that you want to know is that you are the client. You are the one that's making this financial commitment, right? And make sure in selecting an agent that they are skilled and that they're ready to work. And when I say skilled, that means that they're not a novice. And even if, and I know there's a lot of new agents coming on the market, so I'm not knocking any new agents that's coming on the market. I just trust that those new agents have some, uh, have a mentor, someone that's helping them along the journey as well, right? But you want to make sure that they're ready to work for you as a buyer's agent with no conflict of interest with sellers or vendors or other realtors, right? That's the most important thing. And if they have proper guidance, which most realtors do, then you can rest assured that they will find you a home that you will enjoy for however long you want to live in that home. So with all that said, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up right here. And I hope that this information has been helpful for you. And if you have any questions on today's topic or if you want to schedule a time for a real estate consultation, you can actually visit my website at www.mltleadership.com to schedule an appointment. Uh, I'll be glad to meet with you. Also, we have uh, uh, through uh, NACA, which is uh, where I am the managing broker of, 
uh, you know, of the real estate department. We have a home buyers workshop that's coming up on Saturday, August the 13th in Rochester and August the 27th in Buffalo. You can go to our website at NACA.com, scroll down to the Home Buyers Workshop to register, and once you put in those, your information, it will give you the, locate, the, the specific location for each city. Rochester, August 13th. Buffalo is August 24th. Right. So, with all that said, I just want to thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast. I know this podcast has been shorter than mostly all of my podcasts. Most of them have been at least, you know, 45 minutes or longer. This one is running up on maybe about 20 minutes or so. But I just wanted to just, you know, conclude our home buying process with, um, you know, the things, the steps that you need to take for preparing to go and get a loan and purchase your home. And so there's a lot of information that we talked about in part one, part two, on the things that you need to know about how to get ready. We talked about financial management, you know, and now we're talking about selecting an agent. And so I just trust that you have enough information right now, at least to get you started, get you going. Hopefully you're motivated and you feel that you want to purchase a home. And so, and, I, and, and if I can help you in any way, I will. I want you to stay tuned to next week's podcast going to start a new series, uh, still in, of course, in the area of the real on real estate, but I'm going to talk to you about some real talk about why I feel that it's so vitally important for us to purchase a home. I'm telling when I say us, I'm speaking of minorities, I'm speaking of African Americans, I'm speaking about people of color, especially, and I'm excluding none, but I'm speaking particularly to a group of people who are renters. You know, you don't need to be renting. It was never designed for you. You need to be a homeowner. And when I tell you the truth about what's been going on systematically throughout hundreds and hundreds of years, you will see that you've been trapped in a system that's got you a slave to renting when you can be a homeowner, an investor, a stakeholder in the community. I want you to know this, so stay tuned for next week. Just remember, you can listen to MLT Leadership Podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube and other social media platforms, basically all of the social media platforms. Just look for WUFO Power Podcast and scroll down to the lineup to find MLT Leadership, the real on real estate. You can also visit our website for more information about the services that we provide through MLT Leadership. Go to MLT Leadership. Dot com, and we'll be glad to help you. Once again, thank you for listening to The Real on Real with your host, Melvin Taylor. Have a great day. Talk with you next week. Peace.